What is up? Thank you so much for joining us for the Ablaze JY message of the week. I hope and pray that you're inspired and encouraged. And now let's jump into the message. I am excited about tonight because we're continuing with the real, my friends. I know we've been talking about it for a couple weeks now. So if you've been with me, Hopefully, this is a little bit of review for you, but if you haven't been with us, I'm going to give you up to speed, get you up to speed where we're at today. Uh, week one, two weeks ago, we talked about the woman with the two mites, and essentially to summarize real, we're talking about how it's important to not only have a surface level relationship with God, but make it something real, an integral part of your life. God wants to have a real, vibrant relationship with you, something that is substantial, something that is a part of your life, because God wants to actually have a real, thriving relationship with you. Amen? So week one, we talked about the one with the two mites. And why that was such a big deal is because she gave two mites, which is less than a penny. And that's like everything for that woman. That woman didn't have much, she didn't have hardly anything, but Jesus was impressed that she trusted God so much with her finances, with her means of provision. She knew that she could be uh, in God's hands and be protected, that he would take care of her. And he was like, that's real. The Pharisees were fake and the rich people were fake, but this woman had real faith in me, real trust in me. And then week two, we talked about how our faith in the sense of like our belief in God, if we truly believe in him, if we truly have a trusting, real relationship with God, then our life will reflect that. We will make sure that our actions prove that out, that we will not only just have a church relationship with God and then outside of these walls, we don't act like Christians. No, when we go outside of these walls, we are loving. We are kind. We are accepting. We are ones that people can go to if they need help. We are ones that people can go to if they need prayer, if they need love, or if they need safety or whatever. That is what Christians are meant to do. We're meant to fight for the oppressed. We're meant to love the unloving. We're meant to help those that need helping because that's what Jesus did. Amen? So then tonight... Week one, I'm going back and retitling everything. We had real, and then last week was more real, and this week is keep it real. And the way that I believe that we can keep it real, it all starts with what I believe in this scripture that we're going to read out of tonight over in the book of Luke, chapter 6, verses 47 through 49. Out of the ESV, it says, Everyone who comes to me and hears my words and does them, I will show you what he is like. He is like a man building a house, who dug deep and laid the foundation on the rock. And when that flood arose, when a flood arose, the stream broke against that house and it couldn't shake it because it had been well built. But the one who hears and does not do them is like a man who built a house on the ground without a foundation. And when the stream broke against it, it immediately fell and the ruin of that house was great. So to keep it real, we have got to have a foundation that is strong enough to withstand the storms that come against us. And what Jesus is saying is, I am that real relationship that can help you have a strong enough foundation on your life that will keep you standing against it all. So let's go ahead and bow our heads in prayer, get our hearts ready to receive from this message tonight. Father God, I thank you so much for this word. I thank you for these minutes, these moments, this time that we have here together. I believe you're going to speak to us. You're going to encourage us. You're going to inspire us. You're going to show us what we need to do in our life to have this real, vibrant, thriving relationship with you. We're all on this journey with you, God, and I believe that you can take us along with you. 
to have a real relationship with you, God. I praise you for it. We're accepting of it. We're excited about it. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. So the best way that I know how to to illustrate this tonight, I need two awesome volunteers. Let's see here. Let's get old Bugs, and we'll get Eli. Two, I'm sorry, buddy. I used you last week, you know? So if I can have one of you over here, Bugs, you're taller, so this is a taller situation over here. Eli, you're shorter. This is a shorter situation over here. Don't mean, don't mean to be heightest, but it's just it's what you're being dealt with right now. So I have before you two obstacles or two uh, things. <laughs> um, this is a cajon. This is something that is usually an instrument. This is a music stand, which normally put music sheets on. And both of these are going to serve as your foundations tonight. You at the below each object here, you have some wooden blocks that are Jenga pieces, giant Jenga pieces. If you're not familiar with Jenga, on each of these foundations, I would like you to take three by three stacks of wood, and you'll put them three together, and then you will take another three blocks, and then you will stack them, and so on and so forth. And I want you to just build it up as high as you can. You should be able to get about nine rows each. And this is your foundation, and this is your foundation. You can use these if you want. Um, so yeah, go ahead. Let's see uh, kind of uh, what's, what's your situation. You guys can both start. Feel free to have at it. Yeah, that right there. I'd like you to start with that. Um, Immediately, there's already some hesitation, I can tell, because this one already looks pretty firm and pretty uh, strong and sturdy. This is actually meant to hold a person. A person can sit on top of this. A person should not sit on top of a music stand. It would end very badly. Is your toe okay? You're fine? Okay. Um, A music stand can typically hold some paper, sometimes an iPad if it's sturdy enough. I would not trust an iPad to sit on this music stand um, because this is a very old music stand. I don't know how many years we've had this at Ablaze Youth Ministries, but, you know, it's still here, which I guess that says something. It's still here. It's not looking too great these days, but it's still here. Eli's doing pretty good over here. He's still got a nice, strong, solid situation here. I've seen a couple times Bugs has had to straighten out her. Oh, look at that. Look at that. It is, oh my. Oh, oh, oh gosh. It's, uh, it's happening. See, uh, yeah, you're having a bit of a hard time there. That, that music stand has fallen down, but it's okay. You just keep on building it's still standing. It's having a good time. It's happy to be here. You know, it's just really working hard to be a part of this illustration. It really wants to be. It's, it's trying really hard, you know, but I like that you're not giving up. You're like, you know what? I can make this foundation work. Eli, you're still, you're good over here. You're solid. Nothing's happened. Your cajon has not fallen. Your cajon has not shifted. You're looking great. I love your foundation, buddy. I believe that it is quite strong for you. Um, I'm, I'm actually surprised this is like holding up as long as it did. Uh, when I did this earlier, it fell a lot faster than this. But that's all right. That's fine. Yeah. Oh, well, she's smart. That's why it's holding up for her. That's how it goes. I get that. Shots fired. It's fine. I'll take it. I can take the heat. Yeah, so um, I like that you're being very careful. Do you, are you being careful because you do not trust this foundation? Are you nervous that this foundation could go at any moment? That's good. There's nothing wrong with being careful. Yeah, so this is uh, it's very wobbly. It is okay. I'm very proud. Look at that. It's, it's holding strong. Okay, so those are beautiful. Those are amazing. You both can sit down now. Now, let me ask you guys a question. How good do you feel about this situation over here? Do you feel like you could trust 
this situation here? Like if I were to like place, I don't know, anything else on this object, do you feel like anything's going to happen to it? Good? Because I need it to be aggressive. The storms are not going to be gentle to you. Storms that come in your life are not going to take your feelings into consideration because a storm is a storm. This one did not stand the storms. It did all right. It did okay. It's still there. (laughs) Amen. It still made it out because the grace of God is good. So (laughs) that is a beautiful way to illustrate how I feel like it is very important to have a strong, solid, sturdy foundation in our life because the storms are going to come. And that's what Jesus is saying is that I want to be that constant, real, everlasting relationship that is present in your life. I need to be, I want to be the most important relationship in your life. If you have not been listening to our Good Talk podcast, a couple weeks ago, we did do a little talk, if you will, and it was like, I believe it's saying keeping God in the middle or keeping it in the middle. I don't remember. But we talked about keeping God as the most important relationship in your life because someone asked the question of like, how do you have a relationship in high school and keeping God in the center of it all? But we talked about how keeping God as the most important relationship in your life in general is the best thing for you to do because God is constant. You see, this kind of foundation while it is useful and it is good and it is wonderful, it has a certain purpose that it was meant to achieve. This one was never meant to hold a lot of weight. This one was never meant to put that much kind of trust in to carry that type of burden. It is beautiful and it is amazing and it has a purpose and you can use it in your life, but it's not meant to be the foundation of your life. A lot of times we can get caught up in a relationship and we can make a relationship our everything. I was in middle school once too. I was in high school. I used to be all about my girlfriend. I couldn't think about, I was just always thinking about it. Like when's the next time I get a note in her locker? I know you guys don't have lockers anymore, but I was excited about putting a note in her locker and then getting a note in my locker and be like, oh gosh, I can't wait. You know, and then calling her at night. I know you guys don't use phones anymore. You FaceTime. I don't know. I guess you do use phones, but you know what I mean? So yeah, I, that, was, that was something that I would like obsess about and it would be the center of everything. And then when we'd break up, everything would fall and it'd be like, oh, my heart, my everything. But Jesus is saying, if you build your foundation in me, if you put your trust in me, I'm not going to fail you. I'm not going to leave you. I'm not going to forsake you. I'm not going to leave you alone. A relationship or, or, uh, I mean, alcohol or, or weed or, or gossip or, or self-harm, whatever. These things that bring you temporary relief or temporary peace, they are temporal for a reason. And they cannot be the foundation of your life. They cannot be the thing that, that, you, that you always go to or the only thing that you can go to to get your peace, the only thing that you can go to to get your relief because they are only going to be temporal. Jesus is the author and finisher. He is the one that is the creator of peace. The one that created the heavens, the seas, the lands, the trees, you, me. He's the one that created peace and that's why I want him to be the peacemaker of my life. Jesus is the one worth putting your trust in. I'm getting so far off of my notes here, but it's something that we need to understand is that Jesus is saying that 
kind of like last week, we can't just be hearers of the word. We got to be doers. We got to make it an integral part of our life. It says over in Romans 10, 17, it says, faith comes by hearing and hearing through the word. See, we can get faith in anything. You know, if, if convinced enough, we can have faith in, in a relationship, and we can have faith that a relationship is going to bring us happiness, and we can have faith that, that, that a relationship is going to bring us peace, but if that relationship goes, we're broken, we're lost, we're confused. Jesus says, I'll never leave you, I'll never forsake you, I'll, I'll never abandon you. And in our natural minds, it's hard for us to to put our trust in something that we cannot see and something that we can see. But Jesus says, or I guess the word of God said over in Isaiah 55, verses 8 through 9, it says, My thoughts are nothing like your thoughts, says the Lord. My ways are far beyond anything you could ever imagine. For just as the heavens are higher than the earth, my ways are higher than your ways. And my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. Putting faith in Jesus might not make sense to our natural minds mind. Putting faith in the foundation of his word might not make sense to our natural mind. We're meant to be a light for this broken world. And we don't want our light to fall anytime a storm comes. We don't want our light to fall anytime the tide comes in. You know, I think about a lighthouse on the edge of an ocean or the edge of a peninsula. I don't know. I'm not really a lighthouse connoisseur, but I believe they are placed next to water. And if water came in and the lighthouse got taken away, how bad would that be? <laughs> a lighthouse is meant to lead a ship home, get you to safety in the darkness. But if when a storm comes and you get pulled away into the darkness, what good is that light? You got to be strong enough to not be persuaded by anything else coming for your faith. That's why Jesus said, or Paul said over in Romans, that faith comes by hearing the word of God. True faith, real faith, good faith. To have a real relationship in him, to have a thriving relationship in God, your faith must come from the word of God. Not from the word of this world. To have the life that Jesus died to give you, the abundant, amazing life, the John 10, 10 life, you got to fully trust that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. He's the way. He's the way. And maybe some of you are in this room tonight and you're like, look, I've already got this weird little foundation over here. It's already been broken so many times. Like, <sighs> I've already dropped all my blocks all over the floor and it's getting a mess, it's getting crazy. But what's amazing and what's so beautiful is that underneath this foundation, underneath this awful thing that you've been lying to yourself and thinking that you've been being able to build your life upon, underneath that is this other foundation. This other foundation that you can build your life upon and that's the righteousness, your righteous position in Jesus Christ. He says that if you accept me, Romans 8, it says that if you are belonging to Jesus, if you belong to Jesus, you've been in right standing. You're free from condemnation. You're free from sin. You're free from guilt. You're free from the opinions of man. You're free from that position. You no longer have to build there. You can if you want, but you do not have to. This position of righteousness that's right here that 
firm, never moving. This foundation is going to be in this building until we die. <laughs> Concrete ain't going anywhere. I mean, obviously, you know, you could have a bulldozer, but you know what I'm saying? Like, this is real. This is lasting. This is the firm foundation of the word of God that will last you forever. It's always trustworthy. It says over in John 15, three through five, gosh, I love John 15 right now. If you at all want to know how beautiful God is, John 15, I just love it. He's so poetic. He's so amazing. But it says, already you are clean because of the word that I have spoken to you. Abide in me and I in you as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine and neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine. You are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he can bear much fruit for apart from me, you can do nothing. You've already been made clean. You've already been made worthy of this foundation that Jesus says you can build upon. You are worthy to build on the foundation of Jesus Christ. And to have the real relationship, the relationship that you can talk to God and you can go to him and you can be honest about your thoughts and your fears and your worries and your doubts and all these things, to have that real relationship, it comes from an understanding of I have already been made clean by the word that he's spoken to me. It doesn't matter about man's word. It doesn't matter what your mom has said about you what a friend has said about you, what Snapchat said about you. Jesus. Jesus says that you're a masterpiece in his eyes. That you're wonderful, that you're perfect, that you are unique and different on purpose for a purpose. You're weird for a reason, my friend. You're beautiful and you're amazing. You have talents and you have abilities. Jeremiah 29, 11, I have plans to prosper you, to give you a future and a hope. And if you want to have a good future, if you want to have the God future for your life, you can have a future in some of these other foundations. I'm not trying to say that. You can have a good life. You can have a life that maybe you see for yourself. But if you want the good, perfect, amazing, God, dream, passion, purpose for your life, you put Jesus at the center of it. You build upon the rock that is Jesus. If you want the real peace, the real goodness, the real fruit that is talked about in John 15, you allow yourself to build on the foundation of God. Allow him to prune you. Allow him to shape you. We mentioned this scripture last week over in the book of James, chapter one. I love this scripture. Actually, I think we mentioned it every, every single week in this little series here. But it said, don't just listen to God's word, just like it said about the foundation. You must do what, the, what it says. Otherwise, you're only fooling yourselves. For if you listen to the word, and don't obey. It's like glancing at your face in the mirror. You see yourself, you walk away, and forget what you look like. But if you look carefully into the perfect law that sets you free and do what it says, and don't forget what you heard, then God will bless you for doing it. Jesus is saying, come to me. 
come to me, read into my word, have times of fellowship with me, understand and listen to the words that I say about you, understand and listen to the the commands that I have for your life, and look at yourself in the word like a mirror. Look at Jesus like he's a mirror for your life, and strive to do the things that he does. Reach out to people, help people, make sure that they know that they have someone that they can talk to if they need someone to cry to, or, or pray with, or, or, or hug on, or just be there to listen. Because he'll help you be able to do that for people. The words built like a mirror are meant to be like a mirror so you can look at yourself and say, hey, what do I need to work on, God? What do I need to do to, to, to adjust my house today? If you understand, like, hey, I've got this foundation, but what are we going to build today, God? What, what block are we going to stack next today, God? What, what are we going to work on today? What fruit's going to grow in my life? How can I work on my patience? How can I work on my kindness? How can I be more gentle today? How can I be more understanding today? How can I be less irritable today? How can I be less sad today? Where can I find my joy today? What do I need to do today, God? Who do I need to help today, God? He wants to be there for you. He wants to go through this life with you. He wants to go through this life alongside you. He's a really real God that wants a real relationship with you. And these past three weeks have been so important because he really wants you to understand. He really wants you to, to know that, that you can trust him, that you can make a difference in this life when you put your, your faith in him, when you truly grab a hold of, of who he says he is for your life, that, that you can trust him, that you can make a difference. And then when you build your foundation in him, He can give you a fruitful, magnificent life. You are clean in his sight. You are worthy. You're a worthy child of God. You're amazing. Don't let faith from any other source tell you otherwise. Build your faith and your foundation and the word in Jesus alone. Amen. If you guys will bow your heads, I want to pray for you. Father God, I thank you so much for every single person in this room tonight. I thank you, Lord, that you're speaking to our hearts and you're helping us understand what we need to do in our own lives, where we can shore up on some things or how we can, you know, rebuild our foundation or get rid of some things that we've been making our foundation or whatever. You know what it is for us, God, and maybe we know too. If there's things in our lives that we've been prioritizing over you that are getting in the way of our relationship, God, I pray that you give us the strength and the courage to deal with those, to get rid of those, or at least make them less of a priority if it's something that you're okay with us having on our life. And most of all, God, I pray that every single person that's listening to this, 
understands that you're a loving God that, that cares so deeply for every single one of us. That wants nothing more than to see his child be successful and happy and strong and confident. We thank you for your care. We thank you for your provision. We thank you for your love. We thank you for the foundation that you put our feet on. The righteous position that you allowed us to take in. Once again, I am so glad that you joined us for the message of the week. If you'd like to join us in person, we meet every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Ablaze Youth. Follow us at We Are Ablaze.